Good morning, brothers and sisters. Welcome to another episode of Innocence Redeemed. My name is Ray Bergman, and today the name of my message is going to be called, Do You See? Now, if you've been listening to my podcast and following my writings, you might know that I've already been talking about um, division. I've been talking about having on garments that are proper for the end times and being aware of what time it is. And a few nights ago, well, more like four nights ago now, I've been trying to seek what I was going to do my podcast on, and I was wrestling whether or not I wanted to do one on the deceptions and what's going on recently. Because, I mean, you can look at the news every day, and there's enough of that out there. And it got to one point, I was I had so much information that I was finding about persecution and families shunning each other that... You know, it was just so disturbing. It, it became depressing, and I had to take a few days off. I, I didn't even feel like doing anything, to be qu completely honest. I mean, but, you know, the Lord pulled me back in and said, no, you need to get this done. And as much as I want to write on something more encouraging, such as love and peace, because I believe that having that peace in your spirit that comes from Jesus Christ, I believe that that is the answer to a lot of what we're seeing, and it's the only thing that's going to keep us pretty much sane during these times we're entering. Um, you know, we're entering a storm that's of unimaginary <laughs> proportions. I, I don't even know how to explain it, but you know, the information coming in was just so overwhelming. It's like, I, a lot of the reason it took me a while to even begin this was because I didn't even know where to begin, to be honest with you guys. I, I was, uh, struggling with even like, well, how am I going to start this? Where am I going to talk on? And, you know, a lot of the resentment it, it's, it's coming from the vaccine um, it's coming from families and friends who are divided and even the division in the church as it pertains. And so um, I want to read you guys this message. The Lord uh, spoke to me and I, I put this up on my blog um, if you'd be interested in seeing it. Many of my people are falling victim to discord and resentment. Many are in disarray and indifferent to one another. As it was in the beginning, so it shall be in the end. My people are behaving in ways that are not of me. My people are not seeking me. My people continue to clamor for that which they know on earth and refuse my instruction. This is leading many into having contempt for others. They must see that my ways are higher than theirs. Is my grace not sufficient to sustain? Son, though you feel much sadness and lack of response, you must continue to tell them to keep their focus on me as I have led you to do. You must continue to tell them I will be their comfort. I will be their peace. I will be the provision in what is happening in the world and what is coming on the world. If my people will seek me and not the world, they shall have all they need. Do not waver in your approach. The enemy seeks to wear down those I have called. Oh boy, has he ever. I, I, this is another reason, guys, I was having trouble um, getting this started because you know I was coming under all sorts of attack in the last week. Do not be snared. Do not be dismayed. I have told you before, my son, that though to you it may seem that the words I give you are ineffective, those I tell you to warn will remember what you said, what I told you to tell them. As I have not allowed you to suffer, so it shall not be for all those who abide in me and seek all that is of me. So in what we're seeing with um, the division taking place and the persecution that's arising, I wanted to touch on 
the topic of the vaccine, because this, I think right now, is what's causing a lot of this, as well as the laws being set forth for it, and the conditioning that's taking place, that it's safe, that it's helpful. No, folks, it's an experiment. You know, I'm taking the gloves off on this, I'm going to tell you. There's no getting around what it is, and those who are not going along with it are standing for what's good, and they are trying to warn you of what's what you shouldn't be doing in so many ways. They're just not willing to enter into the discord and drama that is being set forth right now. And this is happening. I think this is why a lot of people are... It, I mean, it started last year. A lot of people are finding out who their friends are and who they're not. Um, they're becoming very upset because even those in their family are turning against them or they're, what's the word, condemning them because they won't go along and take it. They won't get the yellow star. They won't become a snitch. And I I use that from that old Dr. Seuss cartoon. I mentioned that before. and But that's, there's no other better, you know, example. So I want to play you some examples of what the dangers of this vaccine are to shine some light on that because i'm getting tired of everyone saying well i'm gonna believe the science i'm gonna believe the science the science is that people are dying and there's no other way around it and while people are dying you know i'm seeing videos of <laughs> i saw a video of this lady she was paralyzed this was in i think it was in uh i want to say it was in murfreesboro tennessee she was paralyzed after taking the shot, but then going on to say, oh, well, everyone should still take their vaccine and it's the right thing to do. It's for the greater good. Are you serious? This is a death cult. Well, Tucker Carlson, he recently did a really good expose on this, and I actually snipped out this clip because I have a very strong feeling that they're going to take this down and erase it. And the purpose of me playing all this is because I want you to see the programming. I want you to see how it's being used as a means to separate, but not only separate, but to control people. And I have said before many, many times that I'm going to continue to shine light on these things. I'm not going to continue to allow this nonsense to permeate as much as I can help it. And one of the qualities of Innocence Redeemed is that I try to show people where things are so that they can make informed decisions based on if the Holy Spirit is touching them in the heart while I'm speaking to them. And so here are the clips as they pertain, and I'll be interjecting um, throughout uh, the clips I'm playing so you guys can hear what my thoughts are or how it pertains to where I'm going with this. And in the end, I will wrap it up to uh, read some scripture and point it out as it pertains. Good evening and welcome to Tucker Carlson tonight. Here's a very simple question. How many Americans have died after taking the COVID vaccines? That's not Americans who've been killed by the virus. That's a huge number. It's how many Americans have died after getting the vaccines designed to prevent the virus. Do you know the answer to that question? Do you know anything about the downside? We know a lot about the upside of vaccines. We've been completely in favor of vulnerable people taking vaccines. 
But what about the potential risks? You think you would know more about that than you do. We talk a lot about vaccines constantly, not just on this show, but in this country. Joe Biden was on TV yesterday talking about vaccines. He wants you to get one. Everyone in authority wants you to get one. In fact, you probably already had your shot and good for you. If you haven't had your shot, you're under enormous pressure to get your shot. You understand that soon you may not be able to fly on commercial airlines or go to work at the office or send your children to school if you don't have the shot. Meanwhile, the social pressure is enormous. Friends may have informed you already that you are not welcome at their parties or their weddings if you haven't been vaccinated. So there is a lot of pressure to comply. At some point, you probably will comply. It's just too difficult not to be vaccinated in this country. But before you do comply, ask yourself, do you know anything about the potential risks? Probably you don't know much. We assume the risks are negligible. Vaccines are not dangerous. That's not a guess. We know that pretty conclusively from the official numbers. Every flu season, for example, we give influenza shots to more than 160 million Americans. Every year, a relatively small number of people seem to die after getting those shots. To be precise, in 2019, that number was 203 people. The year before that, 2018, it was 119 people. In 2017, it was a total of just 85 people who died after getting the flu shot. Now, every death is tragic, obviously, but at big picture, we do not consider those numbers to be disqualifying. We keep giving flu shots and very few people complain about it. So the question is, how do those numbers compare to the apparent death rate from the coronavirus vaccines now being distributed across the country? That's worth knowing. So we checked today, and here's the answer. And these numbers come from the same set of government numbers that we just read to you from. Here they are. Between late December of 2020 and last month, a total of 3,362 people apparently died after getting the COVID vaccine in the United States. 3,362. That's an average of roughly 30 people every day. So what does that add up to? By the way, that reporting period ended on April 23, and we don't have numbers past that, not quite up to date. But we can assume that another 360 people at that rate have died in the 12 days since. So you put it all together, and that is a total of 3,722 deaths. That's almost 4,000 people who died after getting the COVID vaccines. The actual number is almost certainly higher than that, perhaps vastly higher than that. The data we just cited come from the Vaccine Adverse Events Reporting System, VAERS. VAERS is managed by the CDC and the FDA. VAERS has received a lot of criticism over the years, some of it founded. Some critics have argued for a long time that VAERS undercounts vaccine injuries. A report submitted to the Department of Health and Human Services in 2010 concluded that, quote, fewer than 1% of vaccine adverse events are reported by the VAERS system, fewer than 1%. So what is the real number of people who apparently have been killed or injured by the vaccines? Well, we don't know that number, nobody does, and we're not gonna speculate about it on this show. But it's clear that what is happening now, for whatever reason, is not even close to normal. It's not even close to what we see in previous years with previous vaccines. Most vaccines are not accused of killing large numbers of people. The Menvio vaccine, for example, is given to people around the world, often children, to prevent bacterial meningitis. In this country, only one person died from that vaccine in the entire period between 2010 and 2015. One. So compare that to what is happening now with the coronavirus rollout. In just the first four months of this year, the U.S. government has recorded more deaths after COVID vaccinations than from all other vaccines administered in the United States between mid-1997 and the end of 2013. 
That is a period of 15 and a half years. Again, more people, according to VAERS, have died after getting the shot in four months during a single vaccination campaign than from all other vaccines combined over more than a decade and a half. Chart that out. It's a stunning picture. Now, the debate is over what it means. Again, there's a lot of criticism of the reporting system. Some people say, well, it's just a coincidence that someone gets a shot and then dies, possibly from other causes. No one really knows is the truth. We spoke to one physician today who actively treats COVID patients. He described what we're seeing now as the single deadliest mass vaccination event in modern history. Whatever is causing it, it is happening as we speak. So you'd think that someone in authority might want to know what it is, what's going on. If the vaccine injury reporting system is flawed, and clearly it is flawed, why hasn't it been fixed? And more to the point, why has there not been an independent vaccine safety board impaneled to assess what is happening and reassure people who stumble across official government numbers on the internet? But amazingly, none of that has been done. No one even mentions the numbers. And in fact, you're not allowed to. You'll be pulled off the internet if you do. The people in charge do not acknowledge them. Instead, they warn us about what might happen if we don't take the vaccine. Here's Joe Biden. You know, there's a lot of misinformation out there, but there's one fact I want every American to know. People who are not fully vaccinated can still die every day from COVID-19. This is your choice. It's life and death. People who are not fully vaccinated can still die every day from COVID-19, Joe Biden said. And as a factual matter, that is true. But it is also misleading. Not all Americans are at similar risk of dying from COVID-19. Some are at relatively high risk, the old and the sick. They might want to get vaccinated, most do. Some are at very low risk of dying, the young and the healthy. Others appear to be at essentially no risk at all. That would include anyone who's had COVID and recovered. Virtually all of those people seem to be immune. And that's true for many viruses. So those second two categories, the young and the healthy and the previously infected, may add up if you combine them to hundreds of millions of people in this country. The funny thing is the White House, the official policymakers who are designing the vaccine rollout, do not acknowledge that those categories even exist. Health authorities are pretending that everyone's health and risk potential is exactly the same as everyone else's. And that's why Joe Biden has demanded that 70% of all American adults, regardless of age, regardless of health condition, regardless critically of pre-existing antibodies from previous infections, get the COVID shot by the 4th of July, two months from now, or else. Now, this might be an acceptable policy, it would never be an ethical policy, but as a practical matter, it might be acceptable to the country if COVID vaccines we could show conclusively came with no risk. And if we truly understood the long-term effects of those vaccines. But neither one of those things is true. We know that according to the government reporting system, thousands of people have died after getting the shot. That is true in this country, where it's hotly debated, when it's talked about at all, but it's also true in European countries, whose record keeping on this question is, if anything, more reliable than ours. Many thousands of other people appear to have been injured after getting the vaccination. VAERS records nearly 900 non-fatal heart attacks in people who just received the shot. 2,700 people reported unexplained chest pains. In all, the vaccine, according to the government reporting system, appears to have contributed to at least 8,000 hospitalizations. Some of the side effects defy easy explanation. 
Researcher Alex Berenson has noted that coronavirus vaccines now account for almost one-third of all tinnitus reports in the VAERS database. Tinnitus, the ringing in your ears. The American Tinnitus Association says it has received many questions on that link. It's still not known if there is a link, but there's concern about it. Meanwhile, researchers at Oxford and UCLA have begun tracking coronavirus vaccine side effects across eight separate countries. What have they found? Among other things, quote, women aged 18 to 34 years old had a higher rate of deep vein thrombosis than men of the same age. They also found that heart attacks were, quote, common in people 85 years and older who'd taken the vaccine. They found some serious potential side effects in some children. Quote, anaphylaxis and appendicitis were more common in young people. Now, vaccines are complicated medicines, and as with any drug, it can take a long time to get it precisely right, the dosage, for example. And this is not the first time that people have been hurt during a vaccination campaign. That is bound to happen. What's different this time and so striking is the reaction to these numbers. Here's a contrast for you. In 1976, the U.S. government vaccinated 45 million people for the swine flu. A total of 53 people reportedly died after getting that shot. And the U.S. government immediately halted the vaccination program. Why? Because authorities decided it was too risky. It wasn't worth it. Contrast that with what's happening now. This time, our health authorities have reserved their energy for anyone who dares to question vaccines. LifeSite News, it's a nonprofit news organization, just found itself permanently banned from Facebook. Why? because it reported government numbers from the VAERS database, something that we just did on the air. Famously, when podcaster Joe Rogan asked whether healthy young people ought to be getting the COVID vaccine, the media treated him like a war criminal. We know the anti-vaxxer conspiracy theories have been proliferating online, but it doesn't help it when people with major platforms feed that beast, like Spotify's $100 million man, Joe Rogan. Dr. Fauci, before I let you go, I do want you to weigh in on Joe Rogan. How frustrating it is it for you um, for this misinformation to continue to spread about COVID-19, especially when there are folks still out there saying it's a hoax? It's disappointing. Joe Rogan is a hugely influential pe person with a massive audience. It's mystifying why he would give people such bad information that puts them in harm's way. Joe Rogan, who is one of the world's highest paid and most popular podcast hosts, is giving air to anti-vaccine narratives. Anti-vaccine narratives. He did nothing of the sort. Almost everything you just heard was a lie that obscured a very simple and potentially relevant question that he asked, which is, should healthy young people receive the vaccine? We're not precisely sure what the risks are. It is a lie to say there are no risks. There are risks in everything, including in getting a vaccine. So why not rationally weigh the risk-reward ratio, as we do with every decision that we make? For that, he was denounced as an anti-vaxxer kook, a danger to public safety. Yahoo News published a piece entitled, Joe Rogan, who's not a doctor, in contrast to the Yahoo News reporters, gives terrible vaccine advice. Keep in mind, this is the same Yahoo News that published this piece. Quote, five things Bill Gates wants you to know about COVID-19 variants. One of the very few elected officials in the country who has said a word about any of this, who's asked the obvious questions, not attacking vaccines, wondering about their effects, which is a legitimate thing to do, is Republican Senator Ron Johnson of Wisconsin. Last week, Johnson asked Francis Collins, the director of NIH, why so many Americans, according to the government's own numbers, appear to be dying after getting the shot. Now, maybe there's a good answer for that. Collins wouldn't even acknowledge that was happening. Instead, Collins fretted that if the population focuses too much on the potential harm from vaccines, people might be hesitant to get them. 
I challenged his use of the term vaccine hesitancy, Ron Johnson told us in a conversation today. I told him that based on the VAERS deaths and my conversations with people who have chosen not to get vaccinated, a better description would be people who are hesitant to be coerced into participating in the largest drug trial in history, end quote. Why is that an unfair description exactly? There's a reason that many states have more vaccine doses than they can use. Some people just don't want the vaccine and that is their right, period. And not all of them are crazy. Health decisions used to be considered personal choices. We didn't ask about them. They were considered personal as recently, by the way, as last fall. It was in September of 2020, at the height of the presidential campaign, that a CNN reporter asked Kamala Harris whether she would be willing to take the coronavirus vaccine once it became available. Her response, quote, well, I think that's gonna be an issue for all of us, Harris responded. I will say that I would not trust Donald Trump. A month later at the vice presidential debate, Harris was, if anything, more emphatic on the subject. Quote, if Donald Trump tells us we should take the vaccine, she declared, I'm not going to take it. Kamala Harris has, of course, since changed her mind. She's no longer skeptical of the vaccine, nor does she tolerate the skepticism of others. Instead, she's an enthusiastic participant in COVID theater, and that's really the only name for it. Just today, Kamala Harris and her husband made a point of kissing each other in front of photographers while wearing masks. They did that despite the fact that they are married, that they live together, that they were standing outside at the time, and despite the fact that both have been vaccinated. Now, a number of crude jokes come to mind, but for once we're gonna pass on that. What exactly are we watching here? We're watching the crudest kind of propaganda designed by the cynical for the benefit of a population they consider stupid and weak and malleable. And it's not just Kamala Harris. Everyone is in on it, even the corporate comedians. Watch this buffoon do what we assume is an unpaid ad for Moderna. Oh, but you read something on Facebook? Your friend from high school who sells jewelry, she posted it? The one who's 53 and still builds dollhouses? What? On whose podcast? Is he a doctor? No. Scientist? No. Can he name one of the ingredients in the vaccine? Can he point to his gabella? Then tell him to shut the up. The gabella's right here, by the way. Get the vaccine. Get the vaccine. Just get the vaccine. Roll the up and get the vaccine. And tell your friend on Facebook to stick to jewelry. doesn't make you laugh. It makes you nervous. Why are they talking to you that way? Why are they giving you the finger on TV? No matter how many fingers they give you, it doesn't change what remains true for the country. If American citizens are going to be forced to take this vaccine or any other medicine, they have an absolute right to know what it is and what it affects might be. And they have an absolute right to ask that question without being silenced or censored or mocked or given the finger. And no amount of happy talk or coercion or appeals to false patriotism can change that, period. Now what's in this vaccine? Well, it just so happens I have a clip ready to go and I'll have them explain it to you what's in the vaccine. And, you know, I, I'm going to have to bleep out some curse words in this because the person reading it can't even believe herself what is in the vaccine. I mean, she reads off the ingredients. And so that clip that Tucker played there, you know, let's, uh, let's mock everybody. Oh, and if we don't like what they say, we're going to arrest them. That's exactly what they're planning. 
he's you notice that Tucker came around and he said that Biden made the comment, well, we'll have to make sure that people take it and if they or else. So he's basically telling you right there that anybody who speaks up about this, anybody who dares try to get that truth out there is dangerous and they must be rounded up or they must be silenced in some way or another. Guys, this goes all to explain more the persecution that is taking place. And forgive the background noise, it's my air purifier going in this room that I'm in. Um, I usually turn that off when I record the majority of the podcast, but this one I clipped out and did separately and then inserted it in. Because, you know, I was initially, like I said, going to do something more positive. But this needs to be talked about, you know, and it's infuriating. I'm sorry, you know, I do let the peace of Christ rule in my heart. But I also believe in shining light on any type of evil. And this agenda is a sacrifice. It is a Luciferian sacrifice, and it's a death cult. And the most troubling thing about it is people cannot see it for what it is. But without further ado, here is that clip I was talking about with the ingredients. And this is from a video, so when she says, look right here, look right there, um, you're not going to see what's on the screen. But she reads out the ingredients, and she you can hear what she's saying. So just keep that in mind as you listen to this. Okay, we're live on We Are Vaxxed. Vaxxed to Instagram. Right, people, we have a bit of information. I want you to listen, hear this incredibly well. This is a fact. I want you to share this everywhere. I want you to screen grab it. I want you to copy it, whatever it takes, because they will take this down. This is fact. Share to all of your Bible groups or anybody else that uh, doesn't want aborted fetal tissue fragments put into them or their DNA changed. This is a fact. This is the ins this is the packaging of the AstraZeneca COVID-19 vaccine. Okay? Right in front of you. I want you to look at this, okay? I want you to look at it and lists ingredients that blah blah. I'm not interested in that right now. I want you to home in on this here. This is the COVID-19 vaccine. Claire's just going to pull this up for you. This number, okay, it's called CHAD, whatever that is, zero or whatever it is, times one. Okay, this is the CHAD zero times one, um, the COVID-19 vaccine. Um, so Claire, go to the next one. Just wait one second, guys. Okay, so then you, you're going to go and go to researchsquare.com. It's really important, people. The reason we're doing these videos is because I want you to learn to do your own research. Don't rely on us or anybody else. Do it yourself. So we look up this CHAD zero times one COVID-19. And the first thing, before we go to what I bring there, is I, I'm looking and I'm thinking, oh, what's recombinant? What does that even mean? So I asked the new and I asked them, and everyone's like, gosh, don't know. So let's do, this is what you need to do. You need to Google every single word on here. Don't skip by it thinking, oh, that's science, don't understand. So Claire, let's look up this word on, on uh, Wikipedia and straight away, there you see it. Recombinant, it's DNA, our DNA molecules, our DNA molecules formed by laboratory methods of genetic recombination, such as molecule cloning, to bring together genetic material from multiple sources, creating sequences that would not otherwise be found in the genome. Okay, you do that research yourself. But my point is, 
Again, it's right in front of your face that this stuff is in this vaccine. So they can call us crazies and, and, and terrible hosts that, that spread terrible fear-mongering things. They're putting it right in front of your face. Can I go back to that uh, thing again? So what we're asking you to do is do your own research. Okay, we've started it off for you. So back to this number. That means that that AstraZeneca package I just showed you, this is their vaccine. And as they go down, again, we use direct RNA sequencing to analyze transcript expression from the CHAD, let's call it the CHAD vaccine, genome in human MRC5. So you think to yourself, oh, let's skip past that. A little bit complicated, must be a little bit scientific. No, look it up. And what do we find, Claire, when we look that up? MRC5 is originally developed from research deriving lung tissue of a 14-week-old aborted Caucasian male fetus. There you have it, peeps. This COVID-19 vaccine that everybody is saying is going to save the world has a truckload of shit in it. But one thing it definitely has is the lung tissue of a 14-week-old aborted Caucasian male fetus. That's been replicated over and over and over again for a long time. So, yeah. you send this to every single Christian-loving pro-life person. Forget the vaccine issue. Is everybody okay with having that injected into themselves or their children? It's utterly disgusting. So you share this. And I'm just going to leave one more. So you're going to see one more thing before we go. This. This is what they want. I put this on, on our social media. You can go and look at it. They're urgently seeking an artificial intelligence software tool to process the expected high volume of COVID-19 vaccine adverse drug reactions. They know that this vaccine is going to hurt people or kill people so badly. People, it's in front of your face. Do your research. You, uh, rather than sharing this, try and grab it and, and make your own video of this. Uh, as in, I don't, I don't know how you do it. I'm not technical. Because they will take this down. All right, we love you, peeps. You are absolutely immensely loved. Pray big. Pray this out. Okay, share. We haven't even begun to touch on the, the topic of pregnant women and what this does, even to those who didn't even get vaccinated. This is becoming now exposed that this thing is shedding in some way, and it's essentially attacking the placenta. And women who, whether they're not, if they're not pregnant, they're having, you know, heavy flows, or if they are, they're having miscarriages. You know, again, this, the more I look into it, is an evil sacrifice. And this is why I decided to go ahead and do this recording today and tell you guys about it, because this is just a small part of it. Not, you know, here's the clip I have on uh, what it's doing to women. According to a recent Israeli study, Pfizer's vaccine is 40 times more deadly for old people than the actual COVID-19 virus. And deaths began skyrocketing in Vietnam and Cambodia once the vaccine was administered to the public. By all accounts, the cure, an experimental mRNA gene therapy, 
is far deadlier than the so-called asymptomatic disease, which amounts to the common cold. Despite the fact that the U.S. federal government deliberately poisoned the alcohol supply during prohibition, killing at least 10,000 people, infected thousands of children with the polio vaccine in 1955, leaving hundreds with paralysis and killing almost a dozen, infected millions of Americans with simian virus from contaminated polio vaccines, and aggressively pushed highly addictive opioids on Americans while diligently securing the Afghan poppy fields with our U.S. troops. Despite a dreadful history of death, injury, and lies, millions of people are somehow willing to line up for the latest experimental shot from Big Pharma. But not only is the vaccine causing death and injury to the vaccinated, the vaccinated seem to be shedding something terrible to the unvaccinated. And Big Brother does not want you to know about it. If you Google search mRNA vaccine shedding, all you will find are articles claiming that such a thing is a conspiracy theory, as if we are all stupid. But if you specify for anything published prior to, say, 2017, you will find a different story. Right at the top, studies show that vaccinated individuals spread disease, sources several scientific studies showing how vaccinated individuals can shed the virus for months and infect the unvaccinated. And in their very own vaccine trials, Pfizer was concerned about shedding. In particular, they were concerned about pregnant women being exposed to vaccinated test subjects by inhalation or skin contact. After a young woman posted on Instagram how her menstrual cycles were affected after coming into contact with a person who had recently been vaccinated, she was inundated with hundreds of messages from other women who have experienced the same. Her account has been deleted several times by Instagram for sharing these stories. Women who have bled for weeks after being in contact with the vaccinated. Women bleeding from their eyes. Women who have bled so badly they needed blood transfusions. Several women having miscarriages. And girls as young as one year old bleeding from their vaginas. These personal accounts are banned and censored from the public. And now President Joe Biden is announcing that fully vaccinated people can go outdoors without a mask. It seems that the worst is yet to come. For Infowars.com, this is Greg Reese. And so you hear all that, and then you now have families that are even going as far as being told, and they are actually shunning their loved ones. If my family did that to me, I'd say, well, I guess we're done talking. But here's another one. This gentleman, Michael Smirkanish, is telling family members that we should shun people. He's telling his viewers we should shun people for not taking this vaccine. Well, guys, I just played the clips for you, and I wouldn't, you know, be able to personally advise you what to do. I only know what I would do. But here's that clip that I'm talking about with this host on CNN. And is it any wonder there's so much division and indifference going on right now when you hear things like this? Here's an option. There was a USA Today essay that was published by a former prosecutor named Michael Stern. And I discussed this briefly on radio yesterday. He says 
We've got to shun folks. We've got to shun people into getting vaccinated. The shunning suggestion is this. Uh, businesses should make vaccination a requirement for employment. A COVID outbreak can shut down a business and be financially devastating, and failure to enforce basic health and safety measures is not fair to employees who have to work in offices, factories, and stores where close contact is required. Things should get personal, too. People should require friends to be vaccinated to attend the barbecues and birthday parties they host. Friends don't let friends spread COVID. Friends don't let friends spread COVID. Yesterday's survey question at Smirconish.com asked whether it's time to shun. 7,241 people responded. What do you think the percentage was who said yes? How about 73%? Now, either that's a made-up number or that is the real number of people who actually believe that. And if that's the case, folks, that's not good. Um, you know, when we look at Matthew 24, specifically verses 8 through 13, we read, All these things are the beginning of sorrows. Then they shall deliver you up to be afflicted, and shall kill you, and ye shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. And then shall many be offended, and shall betray one another, and shall hate one another. Folks, do you see just by verse 10 alone what they're doing? They're causing us to hate one another. This whole thing has been used to, used to divide. And it, and it wasn't just the virus. You see, they locked everybody inside, made them suspicious of one another, and now they have the perfect antidote for that. Well, you need to get the vaccine. You need to get your yellow star. You need to be a snitch. And if you don't have your yellow star, well, then you're not one of us. You're quote-unquote non-essential. Do you see how they're using this to play us off each, against each other? And do you see how the division has come into play here? When we look at verse 12 in Matthew 24, it says, And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. But he that shall endure until the end, the same shall be saved. Now, when we go on and look at Second Thessalonians verses 7 through number 10, we can see that part of this is all the lawlessness. Verse 7 starts by saying, For the mystery of lawlessness is already at work. Only he who now restrains will do so until he is taken out of the way. Verse 8 goes on then to say, And then the lawless one will be revealed, who the Lord will consume with the breath of his mouth and destroy with the brightness of his coming. The coming of the lawless one is according to the work of Satan, with all power, signs, and lying wonders. And then verse 10 goes on to say, And with all unrighteous deception among those who perish, because they did not receive the love of the truth, they might be saved. You know, as we've been seeing all this go on, I've been slowly wondering if people's hearts are being hardened more so than ever. Because to me, we're seeing this division taking place. We're seeing this, this separating taking place. And if you look at verse 11... In 2 Thessalonians 2, it says, And for this reason, God will send them strong delusion that they should, should believe the lie, that they may be condemned who did not believe the truth, but had pleasure and unrighteousness. So what is that pleasure and unrighteousness? Persecution? Hating on people who know the truth and are wise to the times? Staying quiet, not getting involved in the arguing because... 
they know the times are evil. You know, we as Christians, those of us walking in truth, we need to remember to be holding each other up. And all of what I've been putting in here ties into when I was talking about the divided church. We need to not be offended and being carried away with our emotions and being indifferent to each other. Because clearly, we can see that that is all part of the division as well. We can clearly see that we're being snared so as to walk unrighteously if we give in to that temptation. And we are not to give in to that temptation. We're to hold on to the promise of love. And that is the peace of Christ in our hearts. And I have been saying for a while now that this is why I've been piggybacking one thing after another for the last month now. I've been talking about the wedding garments. I've been talking about living right, not falling for the snares, not falling for these deceptions, because that's clearly where we are. And the Lord's going to begin separating people by moving them if they're in danger. Because you're already seeing a separation taking place. Like I just said a few moments ago, you're seeing that those who are unequally yoked are being divided. The Lord's dividing those who belong to him from those who are not walking in his ways. And there's a lot of division in the church. I recently listened to a podcast with uh, Dr. Judy Mikovits. Um, She was on with Lillian McDermott talking about how when they go to church, people are coming up and they're the first question coming out is, did you get your vaccine? Did you get your vaccine? Folks, today it's the vaccine. Tomorrow, it'll be the ring that I talked about, which will carry all your medical information so they can help you, quote unquote, to detect whether or not you're sick. And if you don't have one, you can't be part of society. You can't go in. They started testing this with the vaccine passports. You see, they're, they're always selling it to be something good when it's not. And what it's truly doing is dividing people. And all of it's a deception. It's made to sound good on the surface, but underneath, it has a very evil and malicious intent. intent. Keep this in mind further when you take a look at Revelation 13. If we take a look at verse 9, it says anyone, well, it starts on verse 8. And it's talking about when the beast comes onto the scene. And this is why I mentioned Second Thessalonians, because we're talking about the lawlessness. It says, all who dwell on the earth will worship him whose names have not been written in the book of life of the lamb slain from the foundation of the world. Verse 9 then goes on to say, if anyone has an ear, let him hear. He who leads into captivity shall go into captivity. He who kills with the sword must be killed with the sword. Here is the patience and the faith of the saints. That means, back going when I was talking about Matthew 24 earlier, he who endures until the end, the same shall be saved. And everything that you're seeing is a dress rehearsal. This has all been conditioning. Uh, you know, oh, we're going to cure this disease. We're going to give you this device. Verse 14, when you look at Revelation 13, verse 14 says, And he deceives those who dwell on the earth by those signs which he was granted to do in the sight of the beast, telling those who dwell on the earth to make an image of the beast who was wounded by the sword and lived. And verse 16 says, He causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, 
free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their foreheads. Do you see when they're doing temperature checks where they're doing them? On your forehead. Do you see where they want these rings to be? In your arm. On your hand. I saw a recent commercial where somebody was going in having a bracelet scanned in a shop. And the the theme of this commercial was leading people into a new way of living. And I was just watching the weather and I was laying in bed one night and I saw this and my mouth hung open. But then again, I'm not surprised because look how they've misled everybody up until now. Verse 17 goes on in Revelation 13. Verse 17 goes on and says, And that no one may buy or sell except one who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Then we read in verse 18, Here is wisdom. Let him who has understanding calculate the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man. His number is 666. And that is, uh, I'm reading from the New King James Version, if you guys would like to uh, you know, reference that. But Microsoft has had a patent worldwide since 2018. And in this patent, it starts with W. I can't remember the full patent. I don't have it up on my screen right now, but um, the last... The last six digits are 060606. And what it is, is a crypto patent. Isn't it interesting that you see this cryptocurrency craze, this Bitcoin craze? And isn't it interesting how everything that is happening in the economy right now is leading people into other ways? Like they can't work anymore because their businesses were ruined. So now, oh, Conform and take the shot, and we'll give you $1,000. Guys, I received a text yesterday on my phone. I don't know who it came from. I don't know how they got my number. But they're saying they're going to pay people $1,000, up to $1,000. I played you all these clips earlier about the effects this vaccine's having, and yet people will still do it as they're grasping for a sense of normalcy. This is why it is important to be walking in the truth with the Lord Jesus, because you have to know where things are so you can discern these conditioning, this training, this dress rehearsal, whatever you want to call it. So I submit to you to, you know, really read into what and look at where things are and determine which side you're truly on before you take part in shunning anybody or persecuting anybody. Because according to the word, what I just read you from 2 Thessalonians, there are consequences to this. And we see all this playing out now. You can hear, if you can put the patterns together. And if you ask for wisdom, you can see where it's going. And so that was the purpose today I wanted to do with this podcast. And I hope that I've given you some things to think about. And, you know, as I've said before, take anything to prayer when you have a question or you're not sure, or if you think that, oh, this guy, Ray, he's just a liar, you know, oh, he's not telling us the truth. No, I am telling you the truth because I want you to be saved from this. I do not want you believing a lie. I want you to call on Jesus. I want you to be walking in his presence. I want you to be seeking him in his presence because that is the purpose of my site is to be leading the lost those who are looking for answers, they know something's wrong and they're looking for the truth. 
well, that truth is in Jesus. And I've been preaching this now. I've been, well, I don't like to use the word preaching. I've been talking about this now for a while for this reason, because you don't want to be that person who falls off the truck. You don't want to be that person who falls out of the protection of God's hands and what's coming. And it's reaching a point where there's going to be, as, as this separation occurs, I'm getting the impression that many of us are going to be going into a physical wilderness. We're not going to be able to access the things we once had, the comforts we once had. We're going to have to be, you know, associating with like-minded people. And this is why we need to be lifting each other up, not being divided or separated in any way. And so guys, it's, you know, my prayer that this podcast is reaching you and resonating with your spirit. And I ask you to take it to the Lord in prayer so that you may have wisdom in the truth and know where things are. Don't let his message that I gave you at the beginning of the podcast apply to you because you don't want to be one of those who fell for the deception and ended up being that shaft that gets burned in the fire. Jesus bless you. Have a great week. Thanks for listening.